This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Um, Kent, why do you want to work here at Beckinsale? Because I hear the culture is really great. Mm-hmm. Jacob, what are your biggest strengths? Literally, it's strength. I can lift really heavy things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your biggest weakness, Kent? Um, I'm too punctual. Okay. And where do you guys see yourselves in five years here on Bacon Sale? On Bacon Sale? Mary. Still not getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. We'd like to thank you for your feedback that we got on our PlayStation 1 show. Yeah. Uh, we, I found uh, it interesting that some people had no concept of PlayStation 1. Like, they're like, I never played it. That wasn't my thing. But other people were like... That opening, that opening was so right? nostalgic. And some people were saying that Final Fantasy VI should have been on the list when clearly that was a Super Nintendo game. <gasps> Lawyered. Oh. Just not. saying. You just referenced. <laughs> Don't out hipster me, okay? You, you just referenced how, uh, how I Met Your Mother. I just want you to point that out. I take it back. I will edit that out of the show. Nope. You said lawyered. <laughs> Everyone heard it. Uh, also, thank you for your votes on our indefensive poll. We're working on the show for that. And you. This you, is your fault. This, you did this to us. So. I, I know we asked true. for it. Well, we at, you asked for it. They gave it to us, and then it was it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a pain. Yeah, a good fun pain for them, but pain for us. Yeah, because the listener likes pain. <laughs> they like our messages. pain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, what are we talking about today, Jacob? Guys, you know we've done I don't remember what order exactly, but we we've done restroom etiquette, uh, episode seventy two. We've done uh, movie theater etiquette, episode ninety one, and dating etiquette, episode one hundred five, and the other one after that. It, yes, that's right. Yeah, we had yeah. another one. I didn't mark that. Write the one down though. Now it's time. It was August of last year in feminine August. August. I remember oh, that. Yeah. It's yeah. been a while. Now it's time to discuss the etiquette of a work office. A work office, as opposed to a home office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're we gonna do a home office advocate show. <laughs> Keep your shoes on. Your feet are a little stinky. Or the playoffs. We'll talk about that. But yes, we, we've done these etiquette shows before, and uh, we we enjoy doing them because we we realize that this is a discussion point that everyone can relate to. Sometimes when we talk about movies or PlayStation ones, right, people can't relate. But when we bring up things like etiquette, where it's like dating etiquette or movie etiquette or you know anything like that, well, bathroom you should etiquette, say most people, a lot of people listen, can can relate. Not everybody. The reason we talk about this and the reason we have etiquette shows is because <laughs> you know we talk about having common sense. Yeah. We are the most sensical people. We're the most cynical? cynical. Do you mean cynical? sensical? We have the most sense of anyone I know. Well, I wouldn't say the most sense, but we, we, we have a power. Okay. This, this power is called Bacon Cell Approved. Yes. Yes, it is. And That's when, true. when two out of three of us agree on something, it is Bacon Cell Approved and it's law. There's nothing we can do about well, it. Yeah, but I could... Like, it sucks when you're not the person or when does. you're the one. It really sucks when you're on the opposing <laughs> side. It Bacon really does. Yeah. But here's the thing. I could go to any of you guys and say, this is happening at work. And, and you, I would say, isn't that annoying? And you guys... Would never have done. Would say, when did you get a offending job? thing? How did this exactly, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and so you would know that it's an issue. Whereas most people would be like, "Oh, I do that all the time." Yeah, and that's why I'm bringing this up now. Well, and I think another reason we do these etiquette shows is because Kent has a lot of self-imposed rules <laughs> or sirs, as we call them, and uh, he he's kind of I don't know. Crazy? High strung. High, no, high strung. High is strung. The right word. Just, it was a delicate way to say this. 
Hmm. Anal retentive. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> but uh, and so we, we we like to expose Kent's uh, idiosyncrasies on these shows, which we, we plan on doing today. But uh, here's the thing: is I just want to get a kind of a background of the history, the working history of the of the of the men in bacon sale. Okay. So my first job was at Quiznos. I got to be night manager at 17, which was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah, they're like, I'd like to be the manager. I'm like, that's me. That's you some want power. Sub. Yeah. And then I worked at America First as a teller for a while. And I worked for my dad in customer service. And then I worked, man, I'm trying to go through a security, obviously, mm-hmm. in college. But then I finally hit the office at Overstock. Uh, I worked there for a bit as a copywriter. Shout out right. to my copywriter friends if they're listening to this. And then, of course, we all worked together at Top 10 Reviews. Yes, we did. So that's my work history. Ken, why don't you run through yours real quick? All right. My first official job was working at Laguna Beach as a lifeguard, which I've <laughs> talked about. <laughs> that is the sound of lotion on an old, old lady's back. back. Yeah. <laughs> Rub it in good. It's SPF 30. That's how you got your tips, right? <laughs> so I worked as a lifeguard and I did that for four years right up until I was 19 years old. Wow. Spent some time in longevity. Australia. That's a longevity for a teenager. Well, I, was a he- I became a head guard. So I watched people watch people. That was How my job. How does that work? You, you just had to monitor the lifeguards, make sure they were looking in the water? Correct. So, so I literally watched people watch people. But you walked around looking at I walked beach. around in my windbreaker. I mean, he still rubbed the lotion on their backs for fun. Right. Well, but, yeah. yeah. Obviously. <laughs> of course. I, I actually got, I got a better whistle and a better name tag. and A better whistle? Yeah, we have whistles there. Everything but is what, done by what, whistle. What differentiates one whistle from another whistle? <laughs> this is an entire show, Joel. I would have to demonstrate <laughs> it Put it on the list. Whistle the show. Whistle show. <laughs> you're right up there with the season show. I'll just let you know that if you're getting mad at someone, it's one whistle blast. Like if you're a lifeguard, like, hey, kid, don't climb over the slide. Yeah, the one whistle one. blast. If you need to get a hold of another lifeguard, it's two, like, boop, boop. And then you're like, hey, over here, you know, I got your shift next. Three whistle blasts for the head guard, which was me. And it's usually like, there's something in the pool that we need to clean up immediately. Oh. Oh, so that was your job. No, my job was then to go get 15-year-olds to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> I pointed in. Yeah. Boss, All right, so Laguna Beach. So then I worked at a bank for about four years. I was a head a teller at Barnes Bank. Teller! Right. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, handle cash. I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually, I knew that about you, Kim, but not you, Joel. Really? I didn't know you were a teller, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, teller power right there. Except for I was a bank. You were a, a credit, credit union. union. So enemies, yeah. a little bit. Well, frenemies. And mine got shut down by the Fed, so... <laughs> I win! <laughs> then I went into... I basically did sales like uh, for like Yellow Page advertising, which was super strange at Dex Yellow Pages. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that industry is dead. And, <laughs> and then I did another sales job selling like internet and cable and then went straight to top 10 reviews for four years with my good friends here and then have done jobs since then. Mm-hmm. And Jacob, what about you? Like how we're saying like the past, but not the current. Is that, eh, is that a theme? Yeah. It's kind of like past and not Pri- current. Hey, Jake, privacy. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, goodness. I, I mean, it's hard to really compare to yours because, you know, country and Amish and all that, right? Yeah. Right, right, so, right. yeah. Um, I but, was a whittler at the age of four. <laughs> I learned a trade by the age of eight. <laughs> yeah, you could. You wouldn't even believe the stuff I crafted. <laughs> no, uh, so. You, you have made a nice little arrangement over there in the corner of yeah, the bacon cave. It's kind of amazing, yeah. actually. You whittled that shelf and everything. It's amazing. Yeah. It's weird how it whistles, though, like when the draft comes in. He made it that way. He Three whistles for the head guard. You know that's on purpose, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, shot yeah. work. And all this. <laughs> yes, but Jacob, where did you work? All those little fingers are actually you, Ken. I have to admit, sometimes <laughs> Jacob throws out something and I'm like, you've never mentioned this before. Like, never. He's like, uh, by the way, I was a stock investor at the age of 16. And we're like, what? No, you weren't. And he's like, I am for this show. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me wonder what things you're talking about. But it's when you suddenly said, I worked at McDonald's on our McDonald's show. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. When you're like, I hate McDonald's, I work there. 
my first my first jobs were making money because my dad was in construction, so I did lots of. He always had me working. Like as soon as like I was like a kid, it was out doing. He would have me do like jobs to help him. It was. Uh, just like odd jobs, odd jobs, so many, like more than worth naming. Uh, but when I turned 16, I thought, okay, I'm going to put all that behind me. I'm going to go get like a regular person job. So I went to McDonald's thinking, okay, what's the place that'll definitely hire me? Okay. McDonald's. Okay. I'll go there. Uh, that lasted eight, eight weeks. I think that long, yeah, that long. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty rough. That's about how long fries stay in your system. Yeah. I think I called uh, a lot longer than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I even called in sick within those eight weeks, probably eight times. So oh, who wow. knows? I, I, I don't, I'm making that well, up. You're the but, worst. You see, 16. Yeah, oh, okay, it was 16. So mean, then I was night manager at 17. But free, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not comparing ourselves. No, no comparison. So then I left McDonald's. Uh, then I worked at a Pizza Hut. I was a waiter uh, there. And then Kentucky, fried, Kentucky Fried Chicken in a Pizza Hut? No, you no. You mean, no. was it the Pizza Hut buffet they used to have Look, for lunch buffets? No, in the Midwest, Pizza Huts are a thing. They're big, full restaurants with servers and salad bars. They used to do that here. Did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you like here. So they're still like that. Uh, yeah, they're, Pizza Hut's kind of a big deal. They're probably the most popular pizza brand back there. Really? Yeah. So they're behind about 25 years. Yes, Is that what you're exactly. Saying? That's oh, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah tier, two. tier two for sure. So I did that again, I think maybe 10 weeks, not terribly long. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Are we, should, should we have asked him what his job history was? Well, no, because I, I feel I, like we're getting, I'm suddenly realizing hold on, there's only 25 more to go. <laughs> I know. Kent, Kent stays at a job for four years. Jacob stays at a job for four weeks. Like that's yeah. what I'm, I'm losing a pattern Eight to here. Ten. Well, no. So then I went and did phone sales and then, oh, I, you did phone sales. I did. I did. Well, actually I gave away vacations, Joel. So I was making everyone's day happy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, giving away like you were supposed to, they had to, they had to no, go to a short was, presentation. Yeah. 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 No, it, yeah. Was, it was timeshare stuff. Yeah. So yeah. And I did that for, I actually worked there for a long time, two and a half years, something like that. Oh, that's dreadful. And Wait, uh, out of all of the jobs, you stick at that one the longest? Yeah, the, the most they, soul-sucking they job? They paid so much. Like, Oh, so the integrity <laughs> is low. At 16, <laughs> at the 16 money I, would go, I would go up there and I was making more than like my mom did working at our school, right? And so, which I always felt guilty about. Because um, <laughs> she worked Matt, so one, hard. Dr. Matt, why don't you come in? Come, come on, in, Dr. Dr. Matt. <laughs> I have some feelings about this. So yeah, okay. So I did that. And then college, I did tech, customer service. Um, so I've never heard any of this, I this uh, for, uh, yeah, hotels, uh, people trying to get on Wi-Fi. I did that for two and a half years. So wait, your job was to help people get on Wi-Fi yeah, in people, hotels. People would call. Like, I'm having turn trouble. Turn off caps lock. <laughs> it's case sensitive. Yeah. And so they would call in and then I would talk to them and it was a dreadful job. I imagine because the people that are calling in to set up Wi-Fi don't know how to set up Wi-Fi. No, they were often idiots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then there's I'm people with, soft. with Macs that uh, like I, I didn't know Mac super well. And plus it, they were none of the systems were set up to help Mac because at the time mm-hmm. it was still it was younger. Right. Mm-hmm. Is nobody had those then. And so that would happen. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, like I can't help you like the Internet. No worky for you. <laughs> and <laughs> at least you're not talking down to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me make this real simple. So, yeah, I did that for quite a while. And uh, I worked at Deseret Book for a summer. I worked at a nonprofit educational place. This was after college, yeah. where I was the assistant to the chairman, CEO guy there. I was kind of like the tech assistant. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, uh, Jacob, I want this magical thing done. Is that possible? And I'd be like, give me an hour. Let me see what I can do. So yeah, I left that. I um, helped start a business, a daycare education place. And then I left that. And then I went to go work with you guys. Top 10 reviews. Oh, yeah. Top how, 10, much, and that's, that's, how much was that true? How much of that was true, Jake? <laughs> he made up half of that on the spot. <laughs> I, I left out half and of there's it. there's this so. guy, and I did everything he wanted magically. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, can we shorten that somehow? That took forever. <laughs> it did. Uh, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we're, we wanted to just uh, kind of get the idea of we've all worked in different environments, different offices, much right. probably like you listening to the show right now. And we want to talk about the rules and etiquette that come from working in almost any environment. This is kind of a universal workplace office etiquette. Yes. Uh, home office or work office. And we're going to take uh, the lessons that we learned from the other shows. In fact, there are going to be three different categories where... Each of these rules that we may bring up that where they may fit, Bacon Cell approved. Mm-hmm. And these are? Uh, we have absolute, meaning this is a hard and fast rule. You do not disobey this rule. Then we have flexible, which means normally you want to obey this rule, but there are exceptions. Right. And then thirdly, we have, that's just a personal issue, man. Yes. That's just you. <laughs> which is basically everything Ken's going to say. Exactly. It's so true. <laughs> so uh, do we want to just jump into our stuff here? And, yes, and uh, I, I have mine themed. I don't know about you guys. And you have yours themed? There's many bullet points. You have a binder each. over there. It's yeah. full of tabs, colorful tabs. It's called personal Are issues. Are those pictures of your coworkers? <laughs> <laughs> no one's supposed to know. All right, you guys, I'm going to start off first. Go for it. And maybe if, if you guys have the similar sort of uh, situation, let me know. But I want to start off with conversation. Conversation. Conversations that you have with coworkers. Okay. For example... Is this the circle of interest? This is the actually the sexual harassment talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> actually, we should start with that. I like to work at my desk, and I like to put my headphones in. It's generally I Apple I like to Airbus. work on the ceiling. Uh, well, unlike other people. Yeah, I prefer right. the stairs. Mm-hmm. I like to work at my desk. What kind of statement is that? I'm leading in, Joel. <laughs> I like to finish like, my sentences. I like to work indoors with a roof <laughs> over my head. So I will put my Apple earbuds in and I will listen to music Why as they I'm be writing. Apple earbuds? I know, just not, because not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a sponsor. Although if Apple wanted to sponsor us, I wouldn't be opposed to that. And people will come over. And this is actually two rules in one. But people will come over and they will get behind me and grab me on the shoulder, tap me mm-hmm. like right on the arm or just like get right up in my bubble. That's why I always stroked your hair when I approached, so it didn't bother you. <laughs> no one is surprised by this <laughs> at all. What are the rules for approaching people when you, you they can't hear you coming, but you need to get their attention? Well, I, I think, at least in our office, what I would do is I'd try to catch your eye first. Oh. I'd be like, I'd crane my head up. How like, interesting. Eh, eh, and like, see if you'd look. And if you looked, then you would usually take off your headphones and I'd say, hey, hey, what'd you think of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you seen this meme? <laughs> That's generally what I uh, basically what happened. Yeah. No, but like I expect people to flag me down from the front and just kind of wave and be like, hey, hey, you're probably listening to some awesome music, but I need to talk to you. And then what I will do is I will take out one earbud <laughs> and I will leave one in just one just so they know that I'm doing work. Because if I'm like, I am so bored, let's talk. I'll take out both. I'll put them to the side and I'll say, yeah, we mm-hmm. have about six minutes to talk. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's four minutes. I have a four minute rule, by the way. A four minute rule? Once again, rule? personal issue. I will give you four minutes. Four minute rule? Where did this even come from? It's actually four minutes and 11 seconds. But Can, I'm gonna, I know for a fact that whenever I tried to leave to go home from the office, we would spend at least 17 minutes talking <laughs> about whatever movie had just come out. That was you and I. I'm talking about most people who I'd rather not talk Aww, to. Oh, thanks. Jeez, oh, what I have I done? One, I only took out one earbud. I know, I what have you done? Okay, so one earbud. Wait, kid, here we go. See, just like this. I've and you want to get, get back in the show. Phone. Joel has one ear in right now. I'm listening to you. If I saw you, I would say he wants to get back to work. He wants to put that one, that other earbud <laughs> back in his ear. <laughs> what would you guys do? Is this a personal issue? Have you played, have you played Fortnite? No. Oh, you, you Joel? 
I've seen, seen Fortnite played. You know those little dances the avatars do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd get in front of Kent and do one Just of those Fortnite avatar, avatar dances. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kent, I, I see what you're saying because obviously there's some body language there, but I, I do the one the same thing. I pull out one earbud, but it's not because maybe it is subconsciously because, because I want to go back to work, but it's also because I want to keep the music going. Like I want to keep the music playing in the background as I'm, as I'm listening to people if I talk. Ever, if I ever get to the point, <laughs> this is a soundtrack to whatever they say. entertained. You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. If I know someone's not going to leave and I have to take out the second one, the look I give that person is death Man. and i won't even hide it i'll be like really we doing this i feel like i hold feel like my loops that's that's more of a flexible thing like well <laughs> i guess loops. what the, the rule you're not saying that you're what i would ask is the approach what should be the polite approach when you want to get uh when you when you want to talk to someone or how long you should actually speak to someone is four minutes is that a personal issue i think is a specific flexible? time frame is way too that, that's way are too you, are you sure because the bosses sure wouldn't mind if you stopped your conversation right but i'm saying you don't say four minutes we're done it's well, just no, like keep the conversation short. like i said Honestly, the timer. i think you're onto something because more than five minutes right then you, it seems then, like a distraction then at that point it's like <clears throat> this can be viewed as a waste of time yes you keep it under four then you have like a safety bubble there between four and five but what if i'm giving them an entire recap of the sh- of the episode of wings i just watched then you have to go a lot long. faster than the way I Which gave my work history. So relevant to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Uh, well, and I kind of have the same rule here. I'll jump into mine okay. a little bit here. I, I have a, a rule here that just says read the room. Perfect. As a comedian, as a performer, you do what you call read the room. So if you're doing some material and people aren't laughing, a lot of people are not capable of this. Though, I know, John. I know, but that's the issue. Is you, you that's gotta, why we're having the show. You have so to read the room know, and yeah. be like, okay, these people are not enjoying physical comedy. Let's try verbal comedy. Yeah. Or they're not liking the the dirty comedy. Let's go clean. Like you kind of got to read the room and adjust accordingly. And I feel sexy like, comedy. <laughs> that's what they want. HR. Um, HR. But I feel like people don't read the room a lot of times. Like if, for example, they okay. walk in and you're obviously distracted. If you keep typing, if you have one, if you have both headphones Precisely. still on and they're still trying to communicate with you. Like, and that's the other thing. If you have your, your status on instant messenger set to do not disturb, if you have headphones on, if you're hunched over, if you're typing away and people walk up and just want to chat, I'm like, read the room, man, read the room. I obviously don't want to speak. So are we saying the time limit of four minutes is flexible, but reading the room should be absolute. I think so. Because Because I'm going to give another example of reading the room. For example, you show up to work and you go up to someone and you just want to get to your computer, but you say, hey, how's it going? That's all you say. And someone says, actually terrible. (laughs) And then they keep going and you're like, I just want to get to my computer. I love how Kent hates human interaction so much. (laughs) But no, like someone's having a bad day. There's 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 hands hanging down. There's there's feeble knees that need strengthening. And they turn and they're like, nope, I got to go listen to the Final Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. (laughs) You were not wrong. (laughs) Kent, we've been waiting for you to come to work so we can tell you these things. Kent, you bring this on yourself though. You realize that, right? Jake actually, he totally pinned me down with my, what uh, <laughs> when Jake, was this wrestling? why you got fired kent actually this gets into the work friends and kind of personal space conversation mm-hmm. and i want you to bring it up because you talked about how i am like a magnet for these type of people for these you are. type of people what type of people the people that don't that can't read the room oh yeah. well it's because you're a nice guy kent right. you're a peacemaker okay you you try to make things you try to make people feel like as much as you hate people, you try to make them feel like they're I liked. love people. I don't know if you do. Well, I you, like do have, you do have roles <laughs> and you talk about the earbuds. and You do try to you keep yourself away from people. I want to talk about a, a story. 
And Joel, you'll know this story very well. And this is all about reading the room and conversation as well. I, I want to say one thing real quick. Yes. Uh, to my current coworkers, I'm, I'm basically keeping you off the table here. So please don't think of anything I'm saying regarding my oh, current Oh, please. Uh, d- nice disclaimer. No, I, 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 Come on. I primarily talked about previous employment. Give in us this. the juice, Joel. But go ahead and tell your story that I can obviously identify. Okay. So I would go over and uh, speak to Joel and we'd have a conversation. It'd oh, be really exactly. funny. I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> and there would be a few people that would just kind of turn around and listen because we it, it was basically pick and sell. We'd <laughs> yeah. have an argument about silly things. And I would yes. go over and say, stop it. Stop it. Right. Save stop, it for the show. It. Save it for no, the show. Say, <laughs> save it for an actual podcast. We'll start one day. Well, one day we'll start a podcast. <laughs> How long did we work together before we started the podcast? Two years? Uh, two and a half years, I believe. Good heavens. Well, I, for 12 months before we started, I was trying to get you to do it, though. Right. Yeah. So, so Joel and I would be having this, this really fun conversation. Then all of a sudden we'd hear, boys. <laughs> Boys, I didn't know you were going to quote the person. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I, feel like I, I feel like I just summoned her. <laughs> what if she still listens? And I don't this, think she does. This cuckoo girl. No, don't. She's a nice would, young lady. Uh huh. She would take something that we, it was nothing that we were talking about. No, or maybe would she take one word of our conversation? Can Can I honestly? Please can do. I give an actual example? Yes. We say, were, say, do the boys like she did too. Uh, we were. We were. I can't even remember what boys. we were talking about. We were talking about some movie. It was very just light and fluffy, fun conversation. And then she goes, "Boys," <laughs> and so we'd be like, "Excuse, oh yeah, uh, yes, boys." What do you think about the Bill Cosby accusations? <laughs> And I remember being like, what? And these were when they were fresh. Yeah, this yeah. is the, right when the news broke. And we were. I remember being like, I, I don't know how to respond to this right now in a workplace when I just got done talking about Ninja Turtles or whatever we were talking about. Uh-huh. So and Ken, here's where your failings come in, right? For <laughs> My failings. Your failings. Your okay. failings. Because like, failings or feelings? <laughs> exactly. I don't have those. Exactly. Failings at feelings? Well, because he'll respond to her and be like social and talk and I'll kind be very of. kind. You'll, you'll try to make her feel like what she's done is okay, right? <laughs> and me, I'd be like... Yeah, that's weird. I don't want to talk about that, right? And then yeah. it's over and then no no weird people will bother me ever again. But for Kent, he has to like he makes them feel comfortable. He kind of just keeps talking until the tension's gone. No, he gone. just kind of nods his head and goes, "Okay." Okay. No, no, no. No, that's where he, he okay. got to Only a little to bit. people I care about do I condescend. <laughs> to people that I'm like actually just trying to fake it, I will be fake to my detriment. Oh yeah. man, that's yeah. bad. So I would say Well, yes. Well, that's from one side. Don't forget that we'd have conversations from the other side. It would be like Actually, uh, milk was not made for human consumption. And then we'd be like, oh, there she is. We, we had a vegan who, yes. do, who doesn't listen to the show. But it was amazing to me that we were having our own conversation uh-huh. and she would jump in at a random point in the conversation and give some sort of vegan fact. Well, it was like a comedy routine. One of my miscellaneous rules is never ask a question of a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because of that experience. Yeah, exactly. So uh-huh. I want to say this. I want to bring it down to eavesdropping is going to happen regardless, right? Well, especially if you're in an open office but environment. The, well, the, everyone wants to be distracted, but right? Interu- so, yeah. Interrupting a conversation, eavesdropping is going to happen, but interrupting, is that an absolute, a flexible, or a personal issue? Flexible. I think it's flexible because you can interrupt and add something to the conversation and... You can interject your opinion. It's too relative, though. These crazy people don't know what they're doing. They don't know where the line is. But that's what I think. I think it needs to be flexible, though, because there are times when I'd hear you guys arguing over in the other room about which Gilmore girl was the best. And I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, we would. Come on. We would. I Mm -hmm. didn't watch it back then. (laughs) (laughs) Neither did I. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so I think flexible on that. um, Wow. But you still shouldn't. Yeah, I think it's unless you know the people having the conversation. I'd say be cautious. Like yeah. if you want to, you know, jump in the conversation and maybe have some fun, 
occasionally, but don't do it every time they're having a conversation. Well, and you have to have something good to add to their conversation, right? You don't you don't disrupt the conversation that's going on. Yeah, you, you say, hey, uh, like just add something, and then if it's if it's worthwhile, you know, the people you're interrupting will laugh, and then you're like, okay, yeah. retreat. Think okay, of, think of a conversation like a river. If you mm. can jump into the river and keep with the flow and not yeah, disrupt exactly, it, exactly. you're golden. Yes, but if yes, you come yes, in there yes, and build yes. a, if you come in there and build a beaver dam right there in the middle of it and derail the conversation into something completely different, that is inappropriate. For example, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. politics, <laughs> religion, college football, none of those. <laughs> college Don't football? talk about any of those. College those are, basketball is okay. People those are pounce. no go zones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's certain there also i don't even want to bring it up there was a certain subject that i knew if i brought it up at any time to any person the person behind me would jump in and be like oh that restaurant's terrible and i'm like okay I, yeah. yeah can i jump in with one of mine absolutely yep. and this is one that i brought up on the image don't reply to all hmm. this is this is this is a hot button topic what if, what for if me. you're doing it ironically oh it's terrible <laughs> like i I actually, a lot of times, like if we had a fun email chain going on and there was a large group of people, fine, that's fine. But when the entire yeah. company is on an email, don't reply all. Not everyone wants to hear you say, thanks, Bob. Great, great right. idea, uh, Bill. I, I can't make it. Yeah. Okay. Why am I on this yeah, email chain? <laughs> Sent to everybody. <laughs> I, I just think it's so ridiculous how people forget not to reply, to, like, not to reply to all. The only people that need to be involved in a reply are the people who sent it and maybe a direct manager right. or someone else related to the project. And yes, there may be times when a large group of people need to be in on a conversation. But for the most part, just reply to the person that replied to you. It just it gets too overwhelming too quickly when you come back and there's like 20 thanks messages in your inbox. I think being family friendly on instant messenger at work needs to be an absolute. Oh, definitely. Right? Because haven't you ever had someone send you something that's pretty inappropriate, whether it's and a all link those or things, a meme? All those things are tracked. Yes. All those things are tracked by IT and they can be held accountable. You, you can be held against it. Like I, I've talked about before, there were some people when I worked, oh, I forgot. I worked at Lovesack for two Christmases in a summer, two mm -hmm. summers and a Christmas. But it was some people had gotten fired because people had, they had been messaging one another amorous things Ooh. and it all got sent to HR and they amorous. got fired. And I'm like, did you not realize you were using a company messenger and everything on there is logged and tracked? Jake, do you have any stories about messenger? That took me a second. Inside jokes on bacon sale. Can I jump on your email thread too? Yeah. Are we doing absolute on don't reply to all? And, and well, don't I actually, reply to all. I don't reply to all even on like jokes within like four or five people because it's too annoying for me. All right. So that's actually that's actually mine is the people that because generally that's the right rule, right? Is, uh, you know, you don't reply all. Nobody mm -hmm. needs to see you, you know, make a fool of yourself like that. But then there's the people because I like there's a company culture sometimes that goes on and there's like running gags and you're sort of just entertaining each other. And that right. goes. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people that can't tell the difference between a good running gag. Oh, God. And just the reply all. Yes. yes. Right. And so the people that get upset about people having like fun and communicating and building camaraderie and nonsense like that. Yes. Get annoyed by it. So I'm actually I kind of have an annoyance within that annoyance. No, I, that's I my pet peeve is those people yeah. that get so mad. Yeah, and people get so frustrated about it. Ken would hate it when we'd have a fun conversation going on. He'd be like, stop, stop filling my inbox. Stop it. You know, that was just off playing up the part. Yeah, though. but then that's just it. Here's, here's my point. Okay, if it's five people or less, that's okay to reply to all if everyone is involved. If it's above five, start thinking about who you can take out of the conversation because not everyone needs to be there. 
Uh, on that note, if you're having a fun conversation, it's good to exclude people. Yeah. Are we talking about Twitter right now? Are we talking no, about no. work email? <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're having a conversation and one person is not <laughs> responding at all, mm-hmm. like if you're having a fun group conversation, maybe a bunch of reply alls and one person's not responding, then you want to, then you want to send the message directly to them <laughs> yeah. over and over until they say hey, something. Hey, look at the email. Look at the email. <laughs> no, take them off. Kick them off because they are, if they're not responding, it's because they're not into the conversation. If they are interacting, then keep them around. Perfect. Perfect. Absolute. Absolute. Jacob. Yep. Okay, guys, I want to lead this right into something that's very similar, but personal space. Personal space. Okay. We've already had an entire show. Should I get off your lap for this section? Please do. (laughs) And please put your shirt back on. Wait, wait, no, no. (laughs) You let me right there. No, see, there was levels of weird and you just put a layer on top of a layer. You were on my lap. You were already on his lap. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we've already had an family friendly. We've had an entire show about restroom etiquette. So we don't need to go there. No. There's one that is work. There's one little thing that I'll bring up later, but yeah. Like conversations in in the restroom. It's the rule of clean up after yourself. Oh, please. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. So I'm going to run through these real quick. First off, no sitting on someone's desk. Like if you sit, if you work in cubicles. Oh, sure. But laps are okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually. Good point. I've had had coworkers sit on my desk, like the side of my desk, not right in front of me, obviously, but they're like, hey, we're going to talk for more than four minutes. And I'm like, I take out my second headphone for you right like this. And they sit down and I'm like, this looks so unprofessional for you to just chill. Like we both have work to do and one of us is going to get in trouble. But resting. Like leaning up against the desk, perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. If your feet are touching the floor, I think you're still good. If you if you sit up and your feet are kind of s- swinging there, that's not cool. Yeah, they're parked. Okay. And I think it's no good. Absolute? Uh, Come on, guys. Well, I mean, yeah, during like regular work time. Yeah, I'd say absolute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, secondly, don't mess with anyone's chair. I, I saw you Jacob. do that lots of times. Jacob. What? I never messed with anybody's chair. My The rubber band? Jake? Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> no, it wasn't funny. No, we should have an office prank thing. No, we should talk about no, office oh, prank. I'll, ta- I'll talk about office pranks. Mm-hmm. But Jacob tried to mm-hmm. prank me one time by attaching a rubber band to my chair. A giant rubber band. A giant rubber band and attaching <laughs> yeah. it so I couldn't pull my chair out. He didn't realize, though, that I don't pull my chair out. I just swivel it and <sighs> sit down. And so, so crazy. I swiveled and sat down. He swivels. <laughs> he doesn't pull his chair out when he sits down. He turns it and then sits and then swivels And then back. I swiveled back. And then Jacob's looking at me him. like, with his look at his face, I'm like, what? And then I look yeah. down, I'm like, oh. So I get really annoyed if someone lowers my chair while I'm sitting in it. Like they, they hit the oh, yeah. button. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't do that. Or they shake it from the back when I have my headphones in. I'm like, ah. And they're like, ha ha. Or, yeah, or steal your chair. Like they're like, oh, sorry, your chair's the other side of the building. Like, what, why would you do that? That's so yeah, annoying. Don't mess with a chair. Uh, I just want to jump through a couple of these. So keep personal grooming to a minimum at your desk. What do you mean? I mean, like if you're going to do a quick brush of your hair, sure, whatever. But don't be sitting there, you know, clipping your nails was one that got brought up a lot by a lot of people. But who actually does that? Do people do this? People they do. do that. And yeah. there's, there's a guy currently in my office that will freak out if you do it. It's kind of. Well, we had somebody in ours that would freak out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, I never did it. Seriously. I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. I saw her wrath a couple of times. But who no. was clipping their nails? I don't remember. Fingers or toes? Well, fingers. fingers. If you're doing oh, toenails toes. at work, that's, that's an issue. That's like yeah. immediate that's firing. That's a whole other issue. We have to write But you I up. mean, just personal grooming, like don't cleanse yourself at your desk. There's a bathroom for a reason. Go in there to brush your teeth or, you know, I don't know. There, there was yeah. a pers- keep personal grooming to a minimum if you're at your desk. And then also I have clean up after yourself in the break room. Like just like people leave dirty dishes in the sink or filthy uh, like Tupperware. Tupperware. Yeah. And I'm like, well, who do you expect to clean this up? Like, really, who do you expect to clean this up? They just leave it out or they leave the table completely like 
like messed up and like crumpled yeah, napkins like everywhere. taco salad and it's all over the place yeah. and, mm-hmm. and i'm yeah. like i don't understand like these people who don't aren't conscious of other people like the break room is not empty after they leave people right. are going to keep coming so clean up after yourself and the bathroom too also just clean up after yourself so what about are there fridge rules as well i mean keeping your like leftovers Definitely. in there for two days oh well no i have no or problem up with, until friday yeah i was gonna say work week i'm fine with work week and if you want to have a standing thing in there like what you about know, a freezer uh, freezer is a little more, but you know, if you're keeping like if you're taking up room, then you got to get rid of it eventually, right? A, you can't a room. Just, well, if room, you're taking up room in oh, the freezer, oh, well, if you're taking up a lot of real estate, that's yeah. yeah, don't do that. But you know, keep it the work week. That's fine. If you want to keep some, you know, condiments in there all the time, I have no right. problem with that because they don't spoil, and people will use them. And they, but it's if okay. you're growing a science experiment <laughs> in the fridge, you've messed up, and you need to just <laughs> mm-hmm. repent. Absolute, absolute. Okay. Yep. Don't cook fish in the microwave. Just. You you just don't cook fish in the microwave ever, ever. <laughs> like it's it's the I don't know why people and people this isn't just me. People mention this one a lot. I don't, but it yeah. just permeates this. The smell permeates the entire office. It's ridiculous how smelly that is, and I don't get why people continue to do it, knowing full well it's going to smell up the entire office. I mean, I think once you do, you kind of have like a stamped A on your chest anyways, <laughs> yeah. because you will be marked forever as the person who cooked fish in, in the, the in the break room. Yep. Yes. And, I, and I've, I've, there's going to be smells in the break room because you're cooking stuff and sometimes it smells great. Sometimes it's a food you don't like. But for some reason, fish, that's a hot button topic. Don't do that. What? Absolute. Absolute. All right. I got, I got I got a random one for you guys. Do it. What's the way to... What are the correct ways to make up for some of these office etiquette faux pas? Donuts. Donuts? Bring donuts? Yeah. Bring donuts in. Bring yeah. donuts like people, at least once a month. People are so easily bribed with food in offices. It is amazing to me how it's like, oh man, I really screwed up. Hey, I brought food. And everyone's like, you're the best. So what's the equation? So somebody says like they're brand new to working in an office. They bring fish. They don't think about it. Suddenly it's terrible. Everyone's gagging. And then everyone's talking about that person who brought fish. Right. <laughs> and then they're like, oh no, what do I do? Remember the time we had the bacon party at our work <laughs> and it was so incredibly strong. The smell of bacon. Everyone was loving it except for the vegan who left and was frustrated and had to <laughs> oh, complain yeah, to the boss. Yeah. Once again, yeah. never ask a question to a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but I think what's I, the ratio kind of, here? I think you own it a little bit, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm the new guy that brought fish to the sorry, office." Sorry, I didn't know. I'm but sorry. here's three dozen donuts. I didn't know you're supposed to microwave sushi. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you bring in donuts. I think that donuts. is the key. A dozen okay. donuts, yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, yeah. And then finally, I just have this one: resist the urge to play pranks. And never when I say resist the urge, because people don't know their limits, and people will take it way too far, way too quickly. And I feel like, so if you're going to pull a prank, keep it simple, you know, change their desktop, desktop background. Fine. That's easily changeable. Put some tape on the bottom of their mouse. That's fine. It's kind of funny. I it, only it keep pranks very simple, Joel. But you only need, well, yeah, Kit Kat fairy. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't a prank. That was actually really awesome. But no, but I agree with Kent that tape on the bottom of the mouse, fine. If it's easily fixable, that's one thing. But if you like screw up their monitors so that they're going to have to, you know, contact Call IT, yes. Or if you do something that's going to permanently damage their snacks or something like that that they have in their drawer, or make it so they can't function at work, maybe this is the conversation thing. If they can't get out of the prank within four minutes, you've gone too far. For example, I have this coworker who just think he's kind of oblivious, and I had a, I have one of those aluminum cups or tin cups, whatever the ones that keep ice cold really long. Mm-hmm. And he got those silver gum wrappers, and he's licking the gum wrappers and sticking them on my cup, so they stuck permanently. Right, like you have to like scrape them on, and he covered my whole cup, and I was like, 
oh, I can't believe you did. You took all that time to do that. That's crazy. Take him off. And he couldn't. I was oh. like, you owe me a new cup, dude. Yep. Jeez. You totally ruined my cup. Yeah. Well, and yeah, because I mean, it's, it's, if it's permanently damaging something or destroying property, don't do it. And if you don't know if it's going to destroy property, don't do it because it may. Right. He's the same people who will put stuff on cars at weddings and it ruins the paint because they don't know how yeah. to properly prank. You know, or like putting a family sticker on the back of someone's car. <laughs> that, was vinyl and then, that was vinyl and it was easily removable. <laughs> Ah, that was a good time. That's you didn't funny. notice that you got home. I know. It's <laughs> like only one of those car. people. <laughs> it was great. Can yeah. I talk about work friends versus home friends? So absolute on pranks or flexible on pranks? Flexible. Flexible for sure. Understandable. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can't resist pranks. Like yeah. it's too, it's too much. No, Honestly, if there's anything where I push the line maybe more than I should, it's probably <laughs> on that. So I want to know in regards to work friends. And by the way, when I say friends, I just mean coworkers or work acquaintances because we all know they're not real friends. Am I right? <laughs> no, but that's the you have to hang out with someone. Are you saying we're not home. real friends? No, they can be. They can become real friends. Yes, I mean just to bring it up, we were work friends once, guys. I know, and now we're podcast friends. And one yeah. day, if we try really hard, we <laughs> might be, be real friend friends. friends. No, Joel, we've gone to a restaurant together, you and I. Jake, I know you and I have as well. I think that makes us real friends. I think we crossed a line here. You sat on my lap. I think that's what makes us true <laughs> that's friends. That's work acquaintances. <laughs> oh, HR. <laughs> so here's the thing. With work friends, let's say you start a new job. Do you become Facebook friends with these people? Or do you wait till you don't work there anymore? So here, I've actually brought that up with some people. And they said, you can add them on LinkedIn immediately. That as works. soon as they start working with you. And I went, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that makes sense. But Facebook or Twitter... Don't add them unless you have like a not personal conversation, but I mean a lot an, of the same taste, a non-work maybe. conversation with them. Okay. If you can get the, to know them on a non-work level, yeah, add them on Facebook or Twitter. There are some people who won't add people who they currently work with. And I'm fine with that. If they say, right. hey, I really don't add people. I'm like, fine. Because it's kind of awkward when you're like, hey, be my friend. And they don't respond. And then you have to see them at work. And you're like, should I say something? <laughs> No. And then if you became their friend on Facebook, you realize they're a giant racist. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the worst. I'm okay here. Yeah. Unfollow. So what do we think? Facebook, is this kind of a personal issue or is this more flexible? I think it's flexible depending on the relationship. It has to be flexible. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. yeah. It depends on the situation. And I have had times when I follow people from work and then I'm like... You follow people home from work? Yes. <laughs> but I, I follow people on social media and then when I realize, yeah, we're not going to be compatible on social media. Right. I'd rather just know you as the work friend. Especially if you manage someone, right? Yeah. Because then it's just... I've managed both of you. <laughs> oh. Thanks, boss. Boom. Well, I, don't do, I don't anymore. Actually, okay. that, that was the weird thing is when I was doing the interview questions at the beginning, I thought, oh my gosh, I interviewed both of these guys. I know. Weird. Oh, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he still thinks I'm annoying, though. <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys want to talk about this for a little no, bit? No, 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 no. He just read a report about, I wrote about during his interview and I said, I can't remember what I said about his writing, but it wasn't annoying. Yeah. He said, it's pretty good. He seems solid, kind of annoying here and there, but <laughs> no, I maybe we should move that. ahead anyway. That's not what I said. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. Going, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Okay, guys. But no, have you guys ever tried to mix work friends and home friends together in some sort of social situation? Oh, yeah. I have not. Two different worlds. Oil and water. Yep. Yeah. Because no, I know it won't work. That's why it, I've never it's tried. It's amazing how just it, it is like I get along with some people at work just great. 
But then when I'm outside of work, it's like I feel awkward and uncomfortable. Well, around. it's a yeah. different dynamic, right? You have you almost have a different persona for work. Like you can have a good relation, a good working relationship with somebody mm-hmm. at work because you have similar ideals and philosophies, and mm-hmm. and then you leave and you have absolutely nothing else to talk about. Yeah, right? well, and it's true. But I, well, and for the record, like work Joel is basically the same as home Joel, basically the same person. Right. But it's just there's something odd about it. It's like seeing a teacher outside the classroom when you were at school. You're like, <gasps> this is weird. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think in at what point can work friends become real friends? When you hang out at home or in a social event outside of work. Or when they sit but on your lap you without their that? shirt on. Like how for do you example, for me, it was easy because I was like, hey, I'm a movie critic. Want to go to a screening? A movie screening would make us real friends. Well, that, that's that, that's pretty much how we started becoming friends, right? Yes. Is I went to see... You wanted to mooch off me and I said, sure. You invited me to something, something terrible, the host... That was it. It was not the host. It was the host. Stephanie Myers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Went to the host. You guys bonded over the host. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the first screening I went to Kent with. Yeah. Must have been a Marvel one, probably. Yeah, it was probably one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Um, Well, okay. And on this vein, since we're already here anyway, work relationships, dating people at work, going on dates with people. Oh, I did not write this one down. Where do you guys land on this issue? Like going on dates versus dating people that you work with? Okay. I will say this. When I was 17 years old, there was a girl that I was absolutely smitten with. I talked about her on the love song show. And I said to myself, I am not going to date a coworker. And I held my ground and I really regretted it because I was a lifeguard at Laguna Beach and it didn't really matter. Yeah, that's not really a coworker even. That but sense. now I would never. You would never Not because it's work. against the rules, because some workplaces do have it against the rules. Well, as long as you disclose it, I think most places are. But okay relationships, t- they tend to end at times. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. But what about when they end? Like the awkwardness for yeah, everyone. It's just risky. Super risky. But I mean, it's risky anytime. That's the point of a relationship is it's going to be risky. Yeah, you, but you then you're the stuck with that like person people... for most of the waking hours of the day. Uh, but Honestly, same... here's, can you bring up the best point, right? Is if two people in an office are going to decide to get in a relationship, the thing they have to do right from the beginning is say, hey, if this doesn't work out, are we going to be able to keep talking to each other? Right. That's a fair conversation. And if they're not sure, then don't do it. Yeah. Right. Like, like actually... I might be really worked up. I might not be able to look at your stupid face anymore. You know, <laughs> that's um, a great way to start a relationship by saying the word stupid face. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in, I was talking to, a, I've talked to a, a couple of my friends, female friends about this. And mm-hmm. they said that if they say no, don't keep asking them out. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Like, for sure. And I said, well, for how long? And cause I was like, well, what happens if like, you know, you say no initially cause you don't know them that well, but after like a year, You've got to know each other better. You ask them again. She's like, yeah, that's probably okay. Mm-hmm. But she had a person, one of my friends had a person asking her out daily. And she's like, I have a boyfriend. I'm involved. And he's like, ah, but you could ditch him, come to dinner with me. And that gets wow. into harassment territory. So See, that, almost, that makes it sound absolute, territory. but it does need to be flexible because some great marriages started probably at the workplace. So asking people out is flexible. Honestly, here's, I think, flexible for asking out inflexible on pda in the office though oh yeah, yeah. don't do that right because that's the that's the biggest Absolute. trouble with it right yeah. and Absolute, also there that. tends if anyone's in management and they start dating someone or both are in management there's a bit of nepotism going on mm-hmm. like uh, some sort of favoritism oh, or Most, even if there's not it's going to be perceived either exactly. way like yeah. a lot a lot of workplaces will have kind of a you cannot have a manager and a supervisor uh, supervisor and an employee yeah. dating because they'll have to move them out of that department or move yep. them elsewhere because they don't want that man that's, however it's really tough on the flip side i will i will say this my aunt and my uncle met at the same workplace and have been together for 30 years now married Aww. three kids and everything worked out great and it they was just won me over <laughs> yeah. it was a workplace relationship so it can happen i'm saying there's risk to take but it may be worth it okay do you keep it secret keep it safe i think uh, secret secret uh i think that you do need to keep it 
on the down low initially. That's what I was going to say too, is especially if you don't know it's going to be permanent or not, right? Is don't tell anyone until, I mean, do you really know if it's ever going to be permanent or not? Well, at least until you know it's going to be lasting a while. You guys yeah. tell me about this. I need to know more about this permanence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I agree. I think initially, like going on a date, you know, who cares? Like no one, no one really needs to know that you went on a date. Okay. If you start dating, you should probably let people know. So, you know, there's not that awkwardness. And it's like, hey, where are they going? Why are they going on a walk again? What's going on there? Oh, yeah. So I'd say disclose it if you begin a relationship. But if you're just dating casually, you don't need to tell anyone. So relationships should be flexible. Yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting word choice. What are you trying to... Kent. (laughs) (laughs) Friendly. Nicknames. Are nicknames okay at the workplace? Yeah. Are they? I think they're okay as long as Mm. both parties are agreed on the nickname. What if one person's not... For example, how many times are nicknames really agreed upon, though? What's never, what, never. What are, what are Someone just K-Dog? assigns a Nick Dog, a nickname. <laughs> Nick Dog. That's it. Yeah. Next uh, Nick I know is going to be Nick Dog. I worked at a place for just about a year and a half. This is at Dex Yellow Pages. And there's a bunch of like morons, right? And they bought more morons. Oh, that's it. And they bought donuts. They bought a dozen donuts. And I got the last one. And this donut had sprinkles on it. And they said, hey, last one's for you. It's a sprinkled donut. Sprinkles. And my nickname was Sprinkles for about a year. <laughs> Are you serious? That's, I am not kidding that you. That is amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's like Big Tuna yeah, on the office. I was going to say. This, this let's, let's make a solemn vow I now. will murder you. Can we call him For the sprinkles? rest of the show, his name is Sprinkles. Okay. <laughs> I will turn this podcast off right now. I said that. Sprinkles. I said that in pure humility and humiliation. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I understand sprinkles, but the thing <laughs> is, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I think so. No, and that's the thing is, maybe this needs to be a flexible one too, because much like the pranks, much like the personal space, much like the talking, much like the interjecting conversations, some people don't know the limits, and so they're gonna give you a dumb nickname. Yeah, but, but these the rules we're giving here, we're being way too flexible. The rules we're giving for the people that don't get it, we're trying to give them advice. Yeah. That well, if someone doesn't agree upon a nickname, don't do it. You're also oh, talking I, about probably a, a hazing type thing as well, right? Where all the old guys are like, right. "Oh, here's the new kid. Let's give him a stupid name." No, and that just seems like forced almost. That it's like, hey, it's like he he got a thing of sprinkles. Let's call him sprinkles. That's not even clever, right? I, okay, I'll, I'll I mean, say this. I did, well, that's I the trouble is most people don't know what is. Or what if is we not say this? Clever. What if we say nicknames uh, only if. You have a personal relationship with them. Like, once again, you have to have those regular conversations. You can't give workplace acquaintances nicknames, but you can give work friends nicknames. I would have to know somebody a long time before I give them a nickname. How long long have you known Sprinkles here? (laughs) (laughs) Hazing, huh? Long enough. (laughs) You can't give us this kind of ammunition, Sprinkles. (laughs) (laughs) This is a mistake. (laughs) I'm saying absolute. Uh, I'll say absolute. It's a dangerous territory. It like, really don't. Is. Uh, I think nicknames are much more personal than people give them credit. Okay, guys, I have a question. Parody songs are they ever okay? <laughs> are you talking about the time you got Parody sung songs? to? You got sung to twice. In- Joel, do you want to tell the story? You seem to be really into it. I just think it's hilarious. Okay, so Sprinkles had this uh, <laughs> had this coworker. You know I'm going to kill you, right? <laughs> oh, no, this is great. Sprinkles had a coworker, and she decided she wanted to sing to him. 
for some reason, a Britney Spears parody no, song. No, here's the exact reason. It's the reason I was getting to earlier, which is Kent attracts the weirdos and anyone that's socially awkward but because he's nice. She thought it was funny and wanted to uh, impress him. So she took him into a, a back conference room and sang a Britney Spears song to him. Like, no, full on. Hey, can I talk to you for a little bit? Uh, sure. You're not on my team, but yeah. Okay. Go into a room, close the door. Well, I'm already uncomfortable. It was acapella, goes, right? Yeah. And then she's like, sit down, please. I'm like, okay. And then Would it she, have been better if she turned her phone on, like play background music? Maybe. Because I, I just picture her going, oops, I did it again. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, she no. sang acapella. Oops, I did it again. But it was about the team, oh, the no. content team where we worked. And I just sat there as she went on for two and a half minutes. But going, here's the best part. Okay. The best part <laughs> is... <laughs> Months later, months later, when she was leaving for bigger and better things, she pulled Sprinkles back into the room <laughs> and sang it to him again before she left. And it sounded like, from what you said, she didn't remember she'd done it before. She hadn't. She said, "Hey, can I talk to you?" I was like, "Yeah, it seems familiar." Oh, yeah, okay. And then, well, I'll that's sit, kind sit of down, sad. Please. And she then she started remember? singing again. And then she was the exact same song. And I just stared at her like, "What in the world is happening again?" <laughs> oh God. So look, work oh. friends, you, you got to know your levels of comfort, right? Because sometimes people have like a work wife or a work husband and it's kind of jokey yeah. and everything. But you need to know your level of also level of relationship. Like if you're a work acquaintance, a work friend, read the room. or a work Is that husband? kind of what would go back yeah. to that? Yeah, I guess. Or so read the relationship. Can, can we pause the recording for a minute? I want. Can we go into the room? Wait, who? I, who are you talking to? Oh, Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying, Jake. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay, so here's one of the listener rules that I wanted to bring up. We haven't mentioned this one at yeah, all. Let's, we got feedback on our Facebook page, on Twitter, on Instagram, and people have gotten back to us, and we're ready to talk to you now. And this is one that actually has bugged me numerous times in an office. This is from uh, Amy Judd. She says, uh, no loud personal phone calls, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, go into a break room. So I'd say, yeah, I'd say right? absolute. Well, I've heard so many people. We've had lots of offices. Like, like why did you or, get school today? Yes, the chocolate milk's in the fridge. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Like there's, there's, there's conference rooms, there's break rooms, there's outside, (laughs) find a place to have a loud conversation, a quick little, yeah, I can pick up the kids. Okay. Bye. Fine. I always go find a little conference room, go have a quick conversation. Yeah, Even for that, I think I would leave. If I have to talk on the phone, it's always very quick and very quiet and it's going to be anything longer. I'll leave. I'm okay with, yeah, with the quick and quiet is fine, but it's when they have like a full on discussion or they're like disclosing personal information. Oh yeah. It's like, let me read my credit card number right now in the whole office. And it's weird because if you're, if you're having a work conversation and maybe you're talking over the person on the phone, you feel like you're interrupting the person having the personal conversation. Yes, Yes. exactly. It makes it awkward for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. This absolute. One, absolute. This one comes from Mike Hilton. Uh, socks and shoes should be worn at all times in the office. <laughs> the only exception <laughs> is if you should have been a foot model in the last two to three years. There's no such thing as a foot model. I was a foot model. I didn't mention that in my work history, but... I think public health organizations, like the, the health department, would say absolute. I'm going to say absolute as well. Keep your shoes on. What about coworkers who take their shoes off and then lay down in the middle of a, a meeting? <laughs> It's just keep your shoes off. Not keep a real example. <laughs> Not a real one at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, what so about using soup cans? To uh, Mike Hilton also said, uh, if you get the snots, blow your nose in the bathroom. <laughs> Gross. I would say absolutely. I've had coworkers, but <laughs> oh, that's the sorry. Worst. I even hate doing that noise, and everyone looks over like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Was that a mating call? Is that what that was? <laughs> it, it, it was. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do it? Good job, Sprinkles. That's monkey. Mm. Yay, Sprinkles. Mm. 
All right. <laughs> Kanda's so mad about that. Okay, we, we mentioned this already, but Patrick Rhodes Jr. says, always date when stuff is put in the shared refrigerator. Yeah. That way, when people know it's been a week, they can throw something out so we all don't get mold poisoning. Totally makes sense. Friday is the last day it can be there. Yeah, I think, yeah, clean it out weekly. Absolutely. So, absolutely. What about ringtones in the office? Ringtones? Yeah. I, I don't want to make it say you guys that it's obvious we're talking about so, but I think, yeah, do you guys remember there was a ringtone that would always go off in our office? What was it? Dun, 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 Oh, yeah. I don't remember who the, that was, though. Oh, I do. Because the employee always seemed to leave their desk and it would go off. Like, yeah. it was inevitable and it was so annoying. Keep your ringtones on low or silent. Absolute? Absolute. Yeah, absolute. absolute. Kimberly, Sellers, McEwen, Sam Ma, and Aaron Hilton all said don't hit reply all, which you've already you know beaten to death here. But Right. Yeah. Uh, Chad, Spencer, Christine, Taylor, and Mike basically said no fish. Christine says no grilled ill or kimchi. Wow. I mean, why, why would you? Yeah. Smelly foods. Just be very conscious of people in the office. Like, don't bring strong smells into the office. Please. Especially into a meeting. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say this is a personal issue real quick. Andy Oliverson says, stop using can- Comic Sans in emails. That's a personal issue, Andy. I mean, like, look, nobody likes Comic Sans. Well, I have no, I, I really, I, I don't see why. It's like the Nickelback of fonts. <laughs> People hate on it all the time. And I'm like, how did it deserve so much hate? Like, it's, it's annoying, but it's not that bad right it's no times new roman am i right <laughs> that's who uses no that wingdings. now <laughs> but yeah and then and i said does anyone actually do that and then zachary western said i got an email last week in hot pink comic sans <laughs> which if you're gonna change your font color of your emails yeah keep it readable i'm actually gonna do every email on papyrus from now on <laughs> papyrus okay james cameron yeah, i was gonna say that's <laughs> the avatar one uh what about the uh don't push uh, MLMs, donations, or sell your kids stuff in the office. Okay, MLMs, absolute don't do it. Right. Like, don't ever say, I've got a great opportunity for you. Come to my meeting, I'll give you pizza. Cookie dough, though. What about cookie dough? I I think the kids stuff where they just say, hey, they send out one email maybe, or just put something on their desk and just say, if anyone's interested, I got this. It never stops there, Joel. The weirdos never understand. But that's what I'm saying. You get one email and what maybe you can put something on on your desk that's it. So Don't you're saying it. it's an absolute to not pester oh, yeah. one email to maybe your small team of 10 is okay. Uh, yeah. And don't email the entire company. No. But right. like if you want to email your, your department and say, hey, my kids are selling candy bars. If any of you want some, I have them. That's fine. Yeah. I'd have to agree. That's probably okay. Yeah. Um, I can see why people would get annoyed with it because they'll feel pressure, right? There's right. like a social pressure. Yeah. Like, because we've had a lot of people that come up to my desk and be like, hey, here's this paper. My kids are selling, you know, uh, you know, hot dogs yeah, or don't, something. Don't go to their and desk. then they wait for you to respond. And yeah, I'm like I'll get back to you. No, you, you. put you put the feelers out. Don't go one on one. Just see what happens. Right. I feel like we have a personal issue here with Shane Hyatt. <laughs> Do you like oh, I would just oh, lead up to it's that? It's not a personal issue. If you stop the microwave before it's done, it just happened to me with one second left. Clear it. Yeah. One second left on the mic- uh, microwave. No, please. Everyone does please, like to beat the timer. Please clear your time. No way. This is a personal this, really? issue. I, I, it drives me nuts when I go up there and I go to push the button and it's not working and it's because there's already a time on there. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you've lost two and a half seconds. It's a personal issue. This is flexible. No, personal issue. Personal issue. This is flexible. <laughs> Shane, I totally agree with you. Shane, Shane sale approved. Shane also says, if you're going to watch an entire episode of something on your lunch break, please go out to your car or use headphones. Perfect. Absolutely. Love it. Okay, I do want to dedicate something to Sean Sanquist. He's an IT guy. And I want to say this before his comment. Always, and this is for me, always make friends with IT. Yes. Be That's friends just with a IT. rule. Be friends with them. Be friendly. Let them know that you appreciate what they're doing because they will save your bacon so many times. Absolutely. Yep. When you need help, they'll go to you first. 
Okay, so he says, IT guy here, please don't eat food over your keyboards. It's really gross to clean later. I actually put my food on my keyboard. <laughs> it's, my, it's my tray. Yeah, me too. That's weird. Yeah. And so that's an absolute, obviously. It's easy when, you're, when you fork because then you can kind of push through. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. He also says, or download questionable files from the internet. Don't do that. Makes sense. And then here's maybe more flexible or mess with people's computers as a prank. Did we say absolute or flexible? It's easily fixable. I actually had one time when I came back from a vacation and my keyboard had plants growing out of it. That was from the IT guy too. And it was from the IT guy. Yeah. But it was easily fixable because I walked up and I'm like, how am I supposed to type? Because it was dirt and plants. Yeah. It wasn't your keyboard. It was like a joke, right? Yeah. So yeah, they swapped it out. But I was like, ah, that's actually pretty funny. Okay. He also says... Or write passwords on sticky notes. Yeah, be, keep secure. And also, or use your computer computer to burn copies of PlayStation One games. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> I don't know, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> Autumn Garroop. She says a lot of things, but one of the things she says is team meetings stick to business, right? And don't just talk about like nothingness. Don't talk about Jane or John Doe. Just get get them over with. And I will add to this: one every hour, there needs to be a bio break. Because someone in that room needs the bio break. Okay. Uh, I'll say flexible on the uh, stick to business because I, I enjoy a little levity in a meeting to kind of get the ball rolling. and Maybe to begin with. Yeah. Well, even in the middle, occasional joke and stuff like that. But don't extend the meeting, especially longer than it's been like allotted for. If it's an hour, keep it to an hour, even with all the humor. Like if you've got to rush stuff at the end. That's your so problem. So you're saying flexible on that one? I'm saying flexible on that one. Flexible, but like use common sense, please. That's, yeah. a, that's the rule with a lot use of these. Use bacon sell sense. Bacon sense. <laughs> bacon sense. Bacon sense. We should sell that at the store. At Hashtag bacon, bacon sense. <laughs> Chanel Litchfield said, don't gossip with an earshot of the person you're talking about. Makes sense. And actually, I know her and she said, you can't have a private conversation in an office, meaning the open office area. If you're talking, people are going to hear it. So yep. be smart. So I'd say, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Don't do that. All right, Erin Royce Hilton, she mentions a lot of things, but one of the big takeaways is if you use something that is the last in the box, whether it's tissues, pens, staplers, Clorox wipes, whatever, tell the assistant on the floor, tell someone in operations so they can replace it because if the box is still there, it may not be replaced at all. Exactly. Like, don't be that person that used the last thing and then just walks away and the next person to go use the paper and right. the copier and it's all out and you're like, oh. This is Casey Smith. He's saying that uh, you don't you don't have to don't sing don't sing along because you know you got <laughs> you know you got earbuds in and you're kind of getting into the music oh. and uh, and then you know sometimes I've seen people do this. Yeah, Post Malone I, playing yeah. out loud. I had one time when I was listening to music and I was actually trying to write a parody in my head. Long story. I was I was doing it for something else where where I was. Was it a Britney Spears parody? For no, me, it was David Archuleta. But that's <laughs> not the point. The point is, is that I was kind of get the timing right, and so I was sitting there singing it. Just I wasn't singing it out loud, but I was mouthing the words, and I had the headphones going. And I looked over, and one of my coworkers was looking at me, <laughs> and I just shrunk. And she started laughing at me, and I'm like, I feel so stupid right now. So yeah, don't sing if you got headphones in. It's trying to keep it quiet for a reason. Okay, so here's a good one, actually. Uh, so we have it from Drew. He says, if you're going to bring donuts in for the office, bring in enough for everyone. Makes sense. Don't expect just people to share. Mm-hmm. Also, It when, is sad when there's not enough, right? Oh, Somebody brings worst. like half a dozen donuts and there's but, 40 but people But here's there. what people do. They will cut into the donuts and they may just take a third, but it looks like they just grabbed it with their hand so mm-hmm. it ruins donuts. So well, basically, if there's, if there's a clean cut, I'll know. Like if I see like yeah, a half a donut, it's a clean cut. Some people, they'll cut a, two donuts in half. They'll take 
because they want to try two. Mm-hmm. So they'll take two halves and that just kind of almost ruins it for someone else. Uh, I think it's flexible. Flexible? I think because if, if I see a clean cut on a donut, I'm like, oh, that's good. That's still good. Maybe well, just like a few well, teeth marks. Actually, I would, I would <laughs> like it when like they would pre-cut them. So whoever picks them up, you're like, oh, you cut all those donuts in half. Like I've had places do that yeah. because then I don't want to eat a full donut either. So I go and be like, okay, just a half. Now I don't feel like you I've done can't something help yourself. Wrong. So we're flexible in this one. Yeah. Spencer Larson says, during those times when I'm not required to talk about work, like at lunch and parties, please keep work talk to a minimum. These are times for discussing movies, sports, and all other trivial parts of life. Absolute. Big Absolute. You're there for eight hours. You just need well, to be away. Or shortly sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no, some, no, no, no. Hear me out. Gossiping happens, especially at lunch, right? gossiping, but I'm just saying like talking about something and being like, oh, by the way, uh, you got to get that report. Uh, I'm already bored. I've already glazed over because <laughs> I'm at lunch. But you do that to me anyway, no matter what I talk about. <laughs> we got to talk about bacon cell. I'm going to say flexible on that one. Nice. Absolute. Jacob? Ooh, that's close. I mean, there has to, it's like absolute with exceptions. I think there's that's a couple of flexible like, means. Let's say we're at have, Lagoon. But what if there's something important for work and it's like, oh my gosh, I've like, there is this one thing. Sorry. Like, like flex, flexible just means for the most part, follow this rule. Yeah. But there's an exception. No, no. Flexible. I think flexible is more flexible, right? Is it's like, eh, I could go either way. Jacob, we had this, this whole is, conversation this is, last time. This on is, office this is absolute again, with so. like, there's like one exception. That's what the flexible is. It's the absolute with an asterisk. I'm going absolute then. Yep. How absolutely. You? Guess what? Mary Cox agrees with me. She says my biggest pet peeve is when people call me a nickname, i.e. Mar. They don't even know me. Angry sigh. Angry sigh. See, Mar, nicknames huh? are the worst. Nobody likes nicknames. Well, nicknames but we didn't Mar go to the popcorn is almost thing. not like a nickname. That's just oh, like yeah. a shortened version. I jumped ahead. Easy sprinkles. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Pull it back. <laughs> no, that's a terrible shit. nickname, man. That is terrible. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think no one goes in there and says, hey, I'm going to burn some popcorn. But maybe people do. But absolute, don't burn popcorn. Look, this is simple. If they Who burn popcorn, popcorn to work? If they, if they burn popcorn, pop- they deserve snack. a nickname, right? It's like these things are cyclical. Smoky. Smoky. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like the punishment of disobeying some of these is having them turned on you. Uh, Sam Ma talks about clipping fingernails at work. He says it's gross and inevitably one will go flying somewhere and I'll find it on a desk four months later. Yep. There you go. How okay. We, Jennifer Stoddard, she actually brings up a lot of things which we already cu- talked about, which is cubicles are not soundproof. Anything you say will be heard. So there's no cubicle secrets. Yeah. Also, don't insert yourself into the conversation. Yep. We talked about that. And then uh, she does say, we have not talked about this. If you wear a shirt with too much cleavage, which guys... Jake, I know you did this once. I, I can't help myself. Do not He's walk doing around. He's doing it right now. <laughs> Do not that's a, walk that's around. That's a deep V-neck, Jacob. <laughs> Hashtag top heavy. See, Joel's not wearing a shirt. You're just showing too much skin. <laughs> Do not walk Dude, around the whole office loudly You're showing more skin than I am. I know. I'm, I'm not wearing a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, no, and Kent's eyes are more on me than you, too. So. <laughs> My word. <laughs> so don't walk around saying how embarrassed you are with how much cleavage your shirt shows and that, how you hope people won't notice. Yeah, that's one of those. Peacocking. Hey, don't look at me. Look at me, but don't look at me. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, calling your attention to yourself for stuff like that is ridiculous. From Luke Hickman. And this is honestly a good one. This isn't what I would think of for office etiquette necessarily. It's almost like just professional or personal etiquette. But yeah, human etiquette. But yeah, right. But it actually, I mean, it still fits, I think. Right. So if a friend helps you get a job. I mean, he says with a good company, but I mean, generally, right, is if a friend helps you get a job, don't don't quit too soon. I don't know. Eight months. <laughs> That's very specific. He says, I think I'm sure this is Can't, not based on a real example that he's me, given this, right? Do, do you know who Luke is? I don't chance? know who Luke would be mentioning. Also, Jolene hmm. jumped on this as well. Uh, one of my former sort of managers. Hmm. And uh, I feel like they were picking on somebody. I'm not sure who <laughs> is not very loyal. How long were you at uh, your, your job before your current job? Eight yeah. months specifically. Oh, that's weird. It's very strange. Actually, I was just going to say, I didn't realize it was about you. But eight, <laughs> eight, eight months is, uh, I think that's long enough. 
Like, I think once you hit the six month mark, it's like, this isn't working. No, no, no. They told me I wasn't making the company money until I was there a year. So I lost the company money. No, here's the thing, Hmm. Jacob. Coming from a guy who uh, has worked two weeks at one job, three days at another, whatever you did. I I think that like... Eight weeks and 10 weeks when I was 16 at fast food. If you find your own job, then I'd say you can probably leave whenever you want. That's fine. But if someone gets you a job, I think you got to give them at least a year. Yeah, at least a year. If if someone if someone refers you and mm. pulls strings for you and gets you in there, okay, well that's probably true. If somebody's if, doing yeah. that, yeah, I mean if you if you leave before that, guys, you're as good as sprinkles. We, it's flexible. Should we say flexible? Is more money? Is a lot more money? Quiet sprinkles. It's absolute. <laughs> no, it's not absolute. If you have a better opportunity, you take the better opportunity. Well, you always got to look out for number one. Right. But at the same time, if someone pulls strings for you, it's a nice favor. Mm. I don't know. But it, you could take them out to dinner. Later. Eight months feels like you've probably given it time enough to know but I, I will say this it depends a, how much work this person went to honestly <laughs> I, I, I will say this i had a job offer within two weeks of starting said job and i waited eight months to take it mm-hmm. that's that's in defense of my bad humanity okay so apparently there's someone on here who's really opinionated more Holy than cow. me so i put this i put the, the the post up saying hey do you have any ideas for office etiquette within i don't know five minutes we got a message a direct message from kelly brannon from the are we prepared yet podcast and he had a list a bulleted list and so we are now going to do the kelly brannon lightning round i think Can't, he, he heard some sound effects right there of lightning <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not lightning. This, this, this no dude. sprinkles. I meant in post. <laughs> I think he already had this list written, and so he just kind of copied and pasted and yeah. sent it to us. But let's yeah. just do lightning round real quick. Uh, he has them in sections, but let's just go through it. So noise. Be quiet when talking. What does that even mean? Whisper. Don't talk loudly. Yeah, be That's quiet when, yeah. Flexible. Uh, silence your phones and computer notifications. Absolute. Absolute. No conference calls. No conference calls? Like work conference calls? What does that mean? Flexible. Flexible. That's, that's too Kelly, great. we don't know what you mean. Yeah. Don't hold meetings in your cube. Flexible. Flexible. Yeah, flexible, I guess. No personal calls at your desk. Flexible. Yeah. I mean, we said that before. Flexible. Like, if it's yes. a brief conversation. Don't use the overhead paging system unless it's absolutely necessary. What is this, Costco? Absolute. We get, we get the well, PA that's absolute because he then. said absolutely necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you can just say absolute don't, in yeah, your you, you don't want to send communications <laughs> to the entire company unless it's absolutely Do necessary. Do not use the speakerphone? Where do you work, Kelly? Uh, I've used speakerphones in meetings before. Oh, you mean like it's coming in through? And Look, like, he, he yeah. means don't use the speakerphone at your desk where everyone else can hear. You oh, just hit sense. the button Absolutely. and then everyone. I'd say flexible listen. because I've had times when I've had other people there with me and you have to like, you're in your cube and you're like, hey, we all got to hear this. And so we pull, turn it on. Well, so this flexible. is already against his other rules, which is no conference calls, yeah. which he probably means also at his I'm desk. I'm saying yeah. absolute on that one. Don't talk to yourself while typing. <laughs> I'm sure that's not based on a real example. Do, do, do. I like typing words. Uh, no one wants to hear you sniffle, cough, sneeze, blow your nose, clear your throat. Sometimes that's got to be flexible. Sometimes yeah. people got to blow their nose. All right. We're into a personal space category for Kelly. The Kelly Brennan lightning round. Sound effect. <laughs> Don't stand in my cube and chat with the person in the next cube. Absolutely. Absolute. Yeah, that's Why would you one. do that? Don't take my stuff without asking. Absolute. Absolute. Unless it's, can- unless it's sprinkle stuff and then it's flexible. You're really trying, Jake. You're really trying. <laughs> Don't touch my stuff. Uh, flexible. Flexible. I've, I, and people come to my desk sometime. I have like a slinky and they'll pick it up and kind of just, you know, play with the slinky. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Right. Uh, don't touch my computer screen with an exclamation. Absolute. There's no reason to touch, someone, touch someone's computer screen that is not a touch screen. But some people are like, no, that YouTube video. And they point and they and lick they their that, finger and they, uh, point, they touch the screen. Yeah, they the have screen. to rub off the smudge later. Uh, Kelly says, don't go through my drawers. Kelly? Why would it? Well, okay. This is absolute <laughs> because there's no reason to get in another person's desk drawers unless they're adding a bunch of candy oh, in there. Oh, desk drawers. Okay. <laughs> Jacob. 
Uh, so no, another time we had uh, some sort of meeting. There was a bunch of candy. And <laughs> so I on the I, I was going somewhere and then I was coming back to my desk and the candy was in the room. So I went <laughs> this and, is my thing. Yeah, I went and grabbed a couple pieces and I'm like, I'll just scroll these away. Just like a handful of candy for later. And I go to my desk and I open my drawer and my dress, my desk is filled to the brim with leftover candy. It's a big, it's a big Guys, drawer. It's too. a big drawer. We need to go quicker because Kelly is crazy. Oh God. Okay. Hugs are generally not work appropriate. Oh, I didn't get a credit for the, for Joel's prank though. Oh yeah. It was, it was Jacob. Did. It was me. Yeah. And Jacob did it. <laughs> Hugs are generally not work appropriate. True. Flexible. 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 Or onto smells. Keep perfume and cologne to a very light mist. Absolute. Absolute. Body odors under control. Absolute. Absolute. Okay. We're on to work. Don't come in late, take long lunches, leave early, complain about having too much to push work on others. I think you're complaining as a manager here. No, and I think we need to read that again. So it's don't come don't in come late, late, take, take long, long lunches, lunches, and leave early, and then complain about having too much to do and push work onto others. That's a combined it's thing. Just like, I, I don't think, be a bad employee. He's, I think yeah. the, like sometimes long lunches happen, sometimes leaving early happens, but when you're complaining about it and then making other people do your job, yes. that's where it becomes absolute. Absolute. Yep. Don't take credit for other people's work. Absolute. 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 Don't do personal things at work. Side jobs, shopping, etc. Flexible. Flexible. Amazon is always on. (laughs) (laughs) I think they should use that as their their tagline. I I feel like, yeah, this is definitely Kelly as a manager talking about annoying things employees do. Speaking of, a lack of planning on your part does not make an emergency on my part. That's personal. That's not even a rule. I know. That's just, that's a fortune cookie. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Uh, if you have time for social media work, you have time to do your job. Take it easy, dude. At this, at this point, I feel like I'm being interviewed. I, <laughs> this is my per- performance uh, Kelly, review. I'm a social media manager, so... Uh, <laughs> that is your job. It really is. Uh, right, don't meetings. set up unnecessary oh. meetings. Yes. Oh, yeah. T- yeah. I've heard it said bones before. It takes a really good meeting to make up for no meeting at all. Don't cancel that. or reschedule meetings at the last second. I disagree with this because cancel a meeting anytime you want. Yes. No, because today I saw our buddy Jesse say that he went to the room... And to have the meeting, he sat down and then found out that the creator of the meeting had canceled it a minute after the time had started. Oh, I don't so care. Everyone got there. Joel, that's like going to a college class and you're like, I'll give the teacher 15 minutes. If they don't show up, I'm going home. No, I say this is bad. This is absolute. Don't do that. Uh, personal. It's, it is rude, obviously, but it's still better than yeah, having the better meeting. than having the meeting. Yeah. So what do you say, Jacob? Flexible. I love this one. Don't set up a meeting when asking a simple question. One simple question will solve the problem. Oh, that's, absolute. That's the worst when they're like, let's have a meeting about this. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. Let's resolve this right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then I disagree with this one. Don't work on other things. Check email or use your phone during meetings. Sometimes you need to stay awake. The thing is, I also work in kind of a creative position now. Yeah, And so exactly. sometimes it's like the brain juices are not flowing. So I got to get up and walk around or do something to kind of get things moving again in my head. Right. So I'm going to skip through some of the mis- miscellaneous. Not everyone is interested in seeing pictures of your kids slash dog slash house slash products slash project slash garden. Flexible because some people are. Yeah, but you still got to like read the room, right? That's all about reading the room. <laughs> he, can really, he really oh, gets personal. Here's here. my favorite. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> don't be a jerk. <laughs> Absolute. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask for things that you can easily find online. No, no, no. If people say this, then you send them to let me Google that for you. Yeah, that's There's what this, it was. You send yeah. me the link. Let me Google that for you. No, that, that's it. It always, it always is funny. People ask me a question. I'm like, you realize you have the power of the Internet at your fingertips. Right. Uh, this happens to me. Don't take advantage of nice coworkers, guys. Just, you know, if they're nice, don't sing them a parody song. <laughs> Please. Flexible. <laughs> <laughs> or, or name them Sprinkles. 
Uh, calm down. Don't bring more drama to the table. Absolute. Absolute. When, when, sure. when there's a fire, you don't throw gas on it. And I've seen people do that where they're like, no, we, actually, literally, that is what you want to do. <laughs> like, it's a lot of fun. No, I've had times when it's like there's been a problem and then someone will come in the room and be like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm going to notify all these higher ups. And it's like, no, we could have handled this on our own. Why right. did you do that? But when there's a literal fire and you're throwing gasoline on it, that's cool. Right. <laughs> no, you would. No. You're a pyro. I know Maybe you're a pyro. Missouri. Okay. And <laughs> I want to your Boy Scout stuff. I want to end with this one because we just got past winter if you're sick don't come into the office Jacob. i want to know what you guys really think of. yeah jake what do you think about this <laughs> nothing <laughs> you've been sick for the last four episodes man <laughs> oh, Poor jake rest up stop demolishing floors okay <laughs> but uh, here's the thing i know people have limited paid time off mm-hmm. and so it's hard to like take a sick day even when you should so what do people do do you wear a surgical mask I've like seen people grandmas? wear surgical masks. I've I've seen people work from home. I like companies that are flexible of letting people work from home. Like because I like when there's an atmosphere. It's like yeah, if you're sick and you can do your job from home, stay at home, do your job. Don't come in and make everybody sick. And if the company has a culture where you can't miss, then I don't know. I think that's kind of an office etiquette that really well, goes to management. Jake, I know with teaching, Joel, I know with your office, I can see it in my office. You this past winter, you saw someone be sick, and then for four months, everyone was sick because yep. it's just passed yeah. in a cycle. Yep. And I I think this one has to be flexible because there are times when I'm sick enough to come to work. Right. And there are times. But if you're that thing is if you're if you're spraying saliva or mucus anywhere, stay home like or fever. Well, even a fever, I think you can work. I know. I think if you got a fever and you stay home. I mean, I'd be miserable, but, I'm, but you're not very contagious if you have a fever. No, you can. You're very contagious with a fever. Not if you're unless you're licking other people's a fever. Desks. Means, fever means bacteria most of the time, like a bacterial infection. So right. you're going to be. But if contagious. you have, a, I'm saying if you have a fever, that's one thing. But if you're spraying saliva everywhere or <laughs> vomiting, do you? I don't know if you guys are this person, but don't you love the person in the office that when you someone's like, oh, where's so and so? They're sick. Then someone will grab the Clorox wipes, <laughs> and in this person, yeah. it's usually someone's very anal retentive, yeah. like a Bethany Gordon, and they will wipe. <laughs> down their entire desk I hope just she so still no listens. germs travel i really hope i really hope she still listens yeah, she doesn't <laughs> she probably doesn't know <laughs> but i do love that person and sometimes i'm that person if i'm sick after like the couple right. days after easy bethany <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good nickname and guys i want to throw a little twist at you here at the end because we, we, we finished uh, the joel kelly twist? brennan lightning round Oof. sound effect um a joel twist a little bit of a Joel twist. Okay. And it's just, I kind of want to end on a positive note. And I wanted to know some things that maybe a coworker has done that really made a positive impact. Not like a warm fuzzy story. I'm saying the kind of employee thing that you're like, I wish more people did that. And I'll, I'll just for example, random treats. I, I, I had a coworker who would just bring in random treats sometime. It was never anything like big or grand or you anything. You mean like for that. everybody or for, for well, you? For the, for the department. Okay. It's just like they bring it in and it's like, that's awesome. You know, that really just, you know, it boosts morale for a little bit. Everyone's happy. And I like that. I like that. I, I wanted to be a, if I had the means, I would be that person. We had a few people that used to do that where we worked. Yeah. It was always really nice. I will say this I think lunch, lunchtime breaks are sometimes the saving grace or walks. Mm-hmm. I think these are so essential for your sanity. So even if like it's not your general click of friends at work, if someone is like, hey, you, you want to come to lunch with us? And even if you can't, the offer was still there. Yeah. Or hey, you want to go for a walk? And so I will say walks sometimes are great for venting. So just yeah. invites are nice. Invites are nice. Can I, can I get a little warm and fuzzy? Yeah, absolutely. So I didn't eat out as much as you guys when we worked together. Right. Jake but and I went like every day. Every day. They'd go out mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, No Frills Cafe and oh, get chili Oh, so good. Um, but, <laughs> good. And I hardly went because I was always trying to save money and eat leftovers and be good. 
with my, with my, you know, spending money on all my 19 kids, <laughs> but, uh, they always at least invited. Even when I said no, 80% of the time, you guys still invited me and I appreciate it. And, and we that. knew you'd say no, More but like still. 95% of the time. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it was still, it was still, it was still, I thank you guys for doing that. Cause you know, some people, it's not that they're saying no, they're just like, eh, maybe one of these times I'll go. Right. So yeah, I appreciate it. And that. I will say like you, you came on walks with us, which kind of kept us alive and actually created yeah. our friendship and this podcast Are we more or less. Hug? I feel like we're going to hug. Is it appropriate? Is it, should we do a flexible it's hug? It's like the workplace. <laughs> flexible hug. Oh, also I appreciate in the office environment. The people that are like, as long as the work gets done, right. I'm not going to be looking at the clock. Meaning I'm not going to be watching when you punch in, when you punch out. Totally. Like, yeah. I'm not as worried here. about that. Like, yeah, treat, treat people like adults. That's one of my favorite things when I've had bosses and supervisors and managers who have done that. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had some great supervisors, actually, in my work history. Very grateful for that because they've been very cool about, you know, you do your work, I'm fine. You know, I don't exactly. worry about anything else. Yay for the workplace. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of nice gestures people do. I mean, and like we talked about being sick. I mean, I think it's nice somebody sees someone else sick and instead of being like, oh, no, I'm so afraid of you. And they put on like their ski mask, you know, so they don't like get infected. They're like, hey, I have some cough drops, you know, or. Yeah, I gave you, you a hug earlier tonight. Yeah, you did. Exactly. That exactly. releases endorphins and helps healing. Get off my lap, Joel. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that you say something about sprinkles, right? That, it? So oh yeah, I don't. That. That's not appropriate. <laughs> but yeah, so there we go. That's our hard. We, we tried to go as fast as we could. Uh, we're sorry for taking so long, but that's the office etiquette show. We wanted to talk to you about general basic rules that everyone should absolutely follow, should follow flexibly, and then they're just personal issues with you, Andy. Exactly. But if you have any ideas that we missed out, or if you disagree with any of our absolute flexible or personal issue decisions, let us know on Facebook, let us know on Twitter, let us know on Instagram, or let us know by buying some of our merchandise at tpublic.com slash bacon sell and leaving us a review on iTunes. If you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers and uh, Bacon Sale as well at Bacon Sale. So, um, well, I'd like to thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be in touch. Security's going to escort you out. Oh, no. No. Don't out hipster me, okay? The listener likes pain. They need, they need to hit that. Right. <laughs> Rub it in good. It's SPF 30. I would have to know somebody a long time before I give him a nickname. Right? How, how long are you doing sprinkles here? Drinking ramenade, drinking, drinking ramenade. I was a whittler at the age of four. Mm. Yay, sprinkles. By the way, I was a stock investor at the age of 16. We're like, what? No, you weren't. And he's like, I am for this show. Don't know how to set up Wi-Fi. No, they were often idiots. Kent attracts the weirdos. Well, I'm already uncomfortable. Have you seen this meme? Read the room, man. Read the room. I just want to get to my computer. I love how Kent hates interaction so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because you're a nice guy, Kent. You're a peacemaker. Yeah, that's weird. I don't want to talk about that. Only to the people I care about do I condescend. (laughs) Stop. Stop filling my inbox. Stop it. Should I get off your lap for this section? Please do. (laughs) And please put your shirt back on. Wait, wait, no, no. But if you're growing a science experiment in the fridge, you've messed up. And you need to just repent. I might not be able to look at your stupid face anymore. It's like the Nickelback of fonts. I think we crossed the line here. You sat on my lap. You're showing more skin than I am. I'm I'm not wearing a shirt. (laughs)